welcome fellow lighting nerds and friends to The Light Files, the lighting industry's podcast, powered by the Lighting Showroom Association and hosted by me, Lisa Bartlett. Thank you for uh, joining me again this Tuesday morning or whenever you happen to be listening to this podcast. Um, Don't forget episodes do release every Tuesday morning uh, at approximately 5 a.m. Eastern time. But you don't have to worry about that. You just have to subscribe on your favorite podcast listener, and the episodes will always download and be there for you when you need them and or want them. And thank you so much for uh, listening and sharing the podcast with a friend. I do try to keep these episodes around 20 minutes, perfect for a quick stroll or drive to work. So <laughs> hopefully, um, hopefully you enjoy them as much as I enjoy um, making them. I'm going to mention this later on in the podcast, but uh, be sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at Light Files. And um, if you're so inclined, also follow the Lighting Sherm Association on Instagram at LSA members. Um, any new announcements of things we're doing as an association will show up on that Instagram feed. So please join us there. So I wanted to start a little... Uh, mini series here <laughs> for showrooms. Uh, I'm I don't I don't have a name for it yet. Maybe something will come to me. But basically, uh, the idea being um, to discuss ways that showrooms can really step up in order to compete in a very crowded selling uh, environment. So y'all know that my personal passion and mission is the success and growth of uh, small businesses. But of course, in my uh, case, it is independent uh, lighting showrooms. That's like truly my passion. That's why I do what I do. Gets me out of bed almost every day. Not only my own store, which I love with all my heart. I call it my second child um, after my human baby. Um, (laughs) I, I love it so much. It really is my joy in life and I don't ever want to have anything happen to that manner of doing business and making sales and being in the world. I think it's such a valuable tool for customers and it's just a great fun business to own and have and love. And I want to share that with the world. So I, that said, Um, I do think that showrooms miss out on some opportunities because it is so easy to get into a rut in business. And with the kind of work that many of us do, if you're not like heavy on retail sales in your store or designer sales, um, I've noticed in our industry, it becomes super easy to let your showroom uh, stagnate because there isn't necessarily a reason, like a driving force to keep things growing and improving and looking fresh and new. Um, but I would want to argue in this little series about um, showroom stepping up. That's not a good name. Okay. Y'all help me come up with a name for this little mini series I'm going to do. <laughs> I'll let you know on the next episode, but, um, it, because it can be such a stagnant thing. If your most of your business is done with like builders or contract sales, 
I think a lot of us tend to neglect our showrooms in a way that actually uh, doesn't help our businesses at all. And if we would uh, work on improving even just the visual merchandising of our showrooms, I think we would find that um, suddenly those sales in the retail designer world become a little bit easier to make and happen more frequently. And I can tell you when that starts to happen, it becomes like self-reinforcing and you're like, oh, I really like that, that extra income channel. Let me keep working on that. So I would just really encourage everyone to listen to this and think about new ways that you can change up the merchandising of your store. So I'm going to run down a few tips and ideas I have. Hopefully something will inspire you. I'm going to mention this again at the end of the podcast, but I'm going to say it here now too. Take a picture of your favorite vignette in your store and let's all gain some inspiration from each from each other. This doesn't have to be showrooms. It could be uh, manufacturers, um, sales agents when you're on your sales calls or the sales manager who's traveling with you. When you're going into some showrooms and you see a vignette that just is inspiring and fun and engaging, uh, take a picture of it. Post it on social media or Instagram and tag at lightfiles and or if you want extra credit, tag at LSA members on Instagram. And I'm going to be reposting and sharing these. So um, follow those uh, both of those Instagram pages and let's all crowdsource some inspiration, you know, just because. Uh, we can all be somewhat competitors. I still love seeing what the other showrooms in my market are doing. Um, maybe I'll get a good idea. I um, It has long been said in my household, and I'm a firm believer in it, I don't have to have all the good ideas. I just have to be able to identify one when I see it. So sometimes just seeing how someone else has done some visual merchandising can be really inspirational even just to make some tweaks on your own business. So show me your favorite showroom pictures and I'm going to repost them and let's all get some inspiration off of that. So what I have learned (laughs) with um, visual merchandising, of course, I don't have any formal training in this. It's been learned uh, as I go. I have learned though that when I took over the operations of my showroom, which is a very beautiful space in and of itself. But there were some definite hiccups and still are. This is always going to be an ongoing process. There's not any point in the future with your merchandising of your store where you can just like dust off your hands and be like, that's it, done. Never have to touch that again. It's, I'm sorry to say, an ongoing job that you have to work at all the time. Uh, and that's okay though, because it keeps you engaged with your business and it helps keep your customers engaged and wanting to come back more and more frequently than the every 20 years that they want to replace their dining room chandelier. And that is important to us as showrooms to keep growing and keep business and keep customers engaged. So there's a lot of upsides to this extra work, quote unquote, work on the on the showroom. So when I started working on this at Pace Lighting, um, I just took a small step. You know, you don't have to try to redo your whole showroom from the ground up in one fell swoop. 
What I would really recommend is picking just even a small section of your showroom and focus on doing some improvements to it. And you'd be amazed at what doing an update in one section, decluttering it, cleaning it, painting a wall, um, adding in some de- uh, decor items, some furniture. You'll be amazed when you get that done and you step back and look at it how much you'll want to keep going because like everything in life, like if you did a renovation in your home and you only renovated one room, all of a sudden everything else starts to look dingy and out of date. And then you decide to keep going. I mean, we all know this happens, right? How many customers come in because they're renovating their kitchen and they get their kitchen done and their new pendants. And then all of a sudden the dining room needs done and the living room needs done and the master bathroom needs done because it does have this snowball effect. So if you feel overwhelmed by the scope of what might need to be done in your showroom, like, oh, it's just too big of a job, put that out of your mind. Just focus on one little area and get one area in great shape. And you'll be so surprised, I think, at the energy you start to feel to keep going. And I have to tell you, there is no better feeling as somebody who owns a small business that is a showroom than to hear a customer walk around your showroom and see a vignette and go, wow, that's amazing. That's gorgeous. I love that. It's beautiful. That is such, such an awesome feeling. And if you haven't heard a customer say that in your store in a while, I'm going to tell you it's a hard truth. If you haven't heard that in your store, you need to do some work on it. Uh, they don't have to say it on every corner of your store to start off with. It, it might be a key piece or something that draws their attention, but that's the feeling that you want a customer to have to create a connection to your business. You want them to come in and feel inspired and engaged and, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Um, I have to know more. I want to learn more. I want to spend more time here because that's what it's all about in a lot of ways is getting customers in and having them spend a maximum amount of time with you course, there's a balance here. We want them to spend a maximum amount of time, but we also want to close the sale quickly so we can move on to the next. Everything in life is in a balancing act, as we all know. But uh, keeping them engaged is the first step towards getting them to end their day with you by handing over their credit card to you. And that's really important. So I was, uh, I've been doing some reading on visual merchandising um, as we continue to work on the displays in my own store. And uh, one of the tips I read that I really like is to create a list of core emotions that you want a customer to have when they're visiting your store and to then use that list to define your choices for a display. And I would say in a lighting showroom that it doesn't necessarily have to be the same emotion for every vignette, you know, like you don't necessarily want everyone to walk around the store and feel like, oh, everything here is so feminine or frilly or over the top or, you know, whatever. (laughs) There's a lot of, um, emotions you might, that might be evoked that you don't necessarily want to apply to your whole store. But I do think that list can be really handy And I would like to show an area that is more glamour and have an area that is more, 
you know, even just go by the styles of fixtures, more like farmhouse, you know, and then create little vignettes around that lifestyle feeling around that emotion you want to evoke from your customer. And honestly, one of your areas, the emotion that you want to create or the connection you want to create could be as simple as function. There's some showrooms in our industry that do an amazing job just by showing customers the functionality of lighting and fans and how they can should be appropriately installed, how layers of light work, how having your ceiling fan hung at the right height makes all the difference in the world. So part of your um, the emotions you might want to evoke could be as non-sexy as just function. Um because that is something that I think can you can tell a story around and really create a connection with a customer just by identifying the function of a great dimmer or, you know, go from there, wherever your mind takes you. So lifestyle displays built around this like core emotion or feeling or style choice can be really, really motivating to a customer. Um, I would recommend, in my experience, having different kinds of lifestyles because not everyone in what we do is going to be the same shopper. Now, maybe in some markets, things are pretty homogenous. Um, in my area, we tend that way. Um, I don't get a lot of like outliers or whatever, but I know some markets can be pretty heterogeneous and people are all over the place. So I definitely would always recommend having a little bit of something for everyone, but really pick what connects best for you. Like sometimes I think just having a really great display and showing options and functionality and flexibility, even if it's not someone's particular taste, can still be very uh, powerful. So take a critical eye to every one of your displays in, in your showroom as you start this process or project or even if this is something that you do regularly but haven't touched in a while, go back to it. Take this critical eye to it and say to yourself, does this display make my customer want to buy? It's as simple as that sometimes. Um, we need to put the customers first and the merchandising of our showrooms. It's not necessarily about just wanting to show the latest, coolest LED light fixture just for the sake of it, because we as lighting nerds just think it's awesome, right? Um, we can think it's awesome, but if the customer doesn't connect with it, then it's sort of a waste, right? So I would say lean into the awesomeness of that fixture and really build a whole vignette around why this form and function and style is so cool and how it can elevate someone's life and home. You know, we want to make shopping fun. We want to create inspiration. We want to create photo worthy settings where a consumer can walk through our stores and be like, oh my gosh, that's lovely. I'll take the whole thing as shown. And, um, it's just delightful when that happens. <laughs> it's very rewarding. <laughs> um, so, you know, think about that. Think about your signage. Think about your front windows. Think about these things that really 
um, connect with a customer as they're walking around your store. Um, <laughs> I wrote this down uh, kind of as a joke to myself, but you know, uh, pro tip, keep your store clean, <laughs> keep it clean and uncluttered, uh, windex the front doors, make sure you don't have any, oh my gosh, here in the Southern climates, um, you know, bugs are quite pesky and they find ways into my showroom. Uh, and I, and I, it, it drives me bananas, <laughs> but they come in all the time. Uh, and it makes such a difference to just make sure that our floors are clean and that our windows are clean. And it creates just a nice warm atmosphere just by being clean. Now, I'm not saying I've seen a bunch of dirty showrooms out there in the world. I haven't, but it's such a simple thing sometimes. And I think that's my bigger point is that sometimes these little simple things that just need to be done on a daily basis or ongoing basis can be so easy to overlook um, because you get so used to it and you're tied into keeping up with your purchase orders or replying to that customer email or making sure your deliveries are going on time and making sure products coming in on time. And then we kind of forget that the essence of our business, what we are, are showrooms. And to some degree, that part needs to come first, uh, above, uh, over and above some of the administrative work we have to do to keep things going. So like I said, it's a constant effort, especially as you create lovely display vignettes and things sell, <laughs> uh, you have to keep working on it. Um, sometimes, you know, I use this as sort of a gauge, right? Like if we set up a vignette and uh, products sell off of it quickly, well, it, darn tootin', I'm bringing those products right back in if I can. <laughs> um and then, you know, we'll keep doing that for the life cycle of that product. And if it, and if interest slows down, okay, well then let's sell that off and replace it with something new. So it's always kind of an opportunity when displays sell to, um, you know, refresh the vignette. And I want to clarify, as I'm talking about displays, I don't necessarily mean display light fixtures or fans. I mean the staging furniture and decor and accents that we've bought to create a vignette. Uh, it definitely has proven itself out in my store that when I create little vignettes that look cozy or homey or welcoming or even just modern and clean, the customer connects with my primary product that I'm trying to sell much more. And more than once, someone has liked the staging of a vignette so well that they bought all the, the furniture that we had underneath the light fixture display. And that's so rewarding when that happens. And like I said, when that happens quickly, you know, we turn around and replace basically with whatever just sold. Maybe we make a few tweaks. Um, but then, you know, at a certain point you start seeing a customer interest in a product decline for whatever reason. Um, so then we, you know, we move on and it's always, you know, a tricky game. Some of the decor and, uh, items we like best in the showroom doing our visual merchandising. Sometimes they're a bit cost prohibitive for our customers. Sometimes, you know, there's just a whole bunch of things to weigh out, uh, when you're looking at, you know, decor and accent pieces, but the, definitely I have found having a healthy mix of everything works really well. Have some great higher end pieces and have some mid range products um, and mix it all up together in a really thoughtful way. And it becomes a really great inviting atmosphere for our customers. And like I said, it's a never ending job, but there's so much opportunity here. 
There's opportunity to fall back in love with your store. There's opportunity to fall back in love with what you're doing and devoting your life to every single day by not just, you know, getting all wrapped up in the administrative work you have to do, but to really give some bigger picture thought to your business and the look of your business and the feel of your business. And I have to tell you, there's no better feeling than walking into my showroom and feeling wowed by the business that I own. It's like such a joy when I walk through my showroom doors and I see that my staff has made some tweaks or reset a display. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, that product looks better than I ever thought it could. And I can't wait to spend time here which is exactly what we want our consumers to think as well, right? We want them to come in and feel like I want to spend as much time here as possible. So please, I want to see your inspiration. Like I want to see your showrooms. I want to see your favorite vignettes. I want to see the things that just have knocked your socks off. And um, again, sales managers, sales agents, as you're going around, snap a couple pictures, tag the showroom that you're taking pictures of, you know, in a bigger picture sense, that's something we don't do a great job as an industry by self-promoting businesses, uh, you know, across, um, like, especially I'm going to say sales agents or sales managers, like as you're traveling around, take pictures of showrooms, tag them, use your platforms to share about the businesses that you're visiting and what you capture them in the moment doing a great job of. It helps that business. It helps your brand. It's a great reinforcing way that we can all engage across the industry and our consumers will see that too. And that's also important. (laughs) So Take a picture of your favorite vignette, tag at light files on Instagram, tag the showroom. If you're not the showroom itself, tag LSA members, if you think of it, but really just the showroom and light files will do. And I'm going to share this inspiration out and let's all work. Let's commit maybe over the next 30 days to freshen up a display, even just a really small area of our showrooms and see what the payoff of that is. And then let's talk about it and send me the pictures of what you did and how it's working. I can't wait to see them. There's no better feeling than getting some inspiration off of somebody else's, you know, great ideas and being able to turn that into a successful part of your own business. It's really great. And I think that's how we grow and learn. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I wouldn't exactly mimic what anybody else did, but getting inspiration from an idea that worked really well for them is really, really inspiring and powerful. And I think it's one of the ways our industry can propel itself forward um, for the long run. So don't forget, take a picture, tag the showroom, tag at Light Files, and I can't wait to see. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Talk to you next time.